Hi everyone, uh, welcome to episode 25 of the Sponsored Pajamas podcast. Uh, it's me, Loz, as usual, we've got Dolph, and, uh, and as usual. currently muted, but is here as well, Skit. Hello. There we go. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're a bit shorter on topics this time. Uh, it's not a bad thing though, because, I mean, two hours a, a podcast with us talking in your ears is kind of a bit... Well, it kind of drags on a little bit, doesn't it? It so, can, does, it can sometimes. Um, <laughs> so I, I can see the first podcast topic, and uh, it's something I saw and I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it also looked it up. It's a daily sport, which is basically um, just a softcore porn mag, really, in the UK, but it's a newspaper. It has all sorts of weird fucked up... Um, and lots of titties. It's, yeah, there's like tits every page, pretty much. Um, and then the stories in there are quite weird. But sometimes and, downright funny. Yeah, the only legitimate like news papering they do is probably on the sports. But apart from that, it's like... Guy has three-way with Donkey and Combine Harvester. Or, or something like that. But, uh, Interesting. Which leads into the first one of guy crushed by his own porn stash. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got the um, picture in the um, NSFW thing, but the guy was called Tom Barker. He was a new, he was a nudie mag loving guy. He was killed when his massive mags fell through his bedroom ceiling and crushed him. <laughs> Two tons worth, about from dating back from 1962 up to 1990. That's a lot of titillation. Mm. But. Uh, <sighs> Yes, um, I was reading through the article, and the the, the funniest thing I found right at the end is um, basically someone left the footnote saying, "It's sad that he died like this, but at least he died surrounded by what he loved most." Yeah, true. But the coroner recorded the verdict of death as accidental. Well, you're not going to do that on purpose, are you? Really? No. Oh, I'm just going to well, inspect my loft space. Oh, the porn! How <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> Two tons of porn, though. That's a lot of... Um, a lot of handle material. Also, his like heating bill must have been really small because of all that insulation they had. Mm, right. this, is, this is me thinking as like a person who rents a house and pays bills regularly. That would have insulated the fucking roof. Two tons of porn. That's quite thick. That's like at least three or four inches thick of insulation there. That would have trapped heat like a motherfucker. So no wonder it gave up because probably the boards rotted from all the like pressure and heat and the moisture from yeah. the because it would never would have yeah. dried out properly because it would have always had that spongy heat like moisture in it. Mm. But goddamn. What a Can't way to go. go. Yeah. <laughs> We're in sync again already. This is not yeah, just as long as, I'm, long as it like goes on top. Uh, <laughs> okay, I think the next one's yours. I hope I spelled that word right. The next two are mine. Uh, so, I'm walking through town Monday morning and um, just doing what I'm doing and this woman in front of me is walking along, walking along, plod along, head somewhere up her own arse because she doesn't have a clue what she's doing she walks across like it's like a pedestrian zone but like vehicles and vans are allowed because it's a market town i live in yeah so they're allowed to go through and this council van pulls up 
I stop, I see it. The woman who was plodding along just in front of me plods along all the way across in front of the guy. And the guy just stares, looks at me, I look at him, we both shrug, he gives me this I know, right? She's fucking in her own world kind of head gesture. And I'm just like, yeah! Nod back. And this is like Monday morning, mate. Just, we were in sync on that one. We were just like, what the fuck do you do? But it was brilliant. It's like, just that level of, we, we just knew exactly what each other were thinking. And it was just brilliant, because I had a big, big smile on my face. He went off with a big smile on his face. We knew exactly what we had conveyed to each other. And we were both happy with our Monday mornings because of that. <laughs> oh, God. This is like the thing, though. People get run over all the time because they don't fucking look where they're going. They're too busy on the phones. They're too busy listening to podcasts uh, or music. I suggest that if you listen to our podcast, you have it not quite loud because I'm very loud at times. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. That was an, a, a funny Monday morning for me. Because, like, that was me. I dropped the kiddo off. Uh, at school, I had the morning to myself. I had to go pay some bills. Places weren't open till like nine o'clock, so I'm just wandering around doing fuck all, basically trying to find something to do. Then that happens. Then I've got a bit of a smile on my face. I've <coughs> got like ten more minutes to waste at that point. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'm content now. I'm, I'm not the only person experiencing dumbassery in the morning. Good start to your week, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it was. It, it definitely made me feel a little bit better about myself. Hmm. I suppose we all get this Monday morning blues. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I hate getting up early. Like Ugh. any school morning after a long night at work or a long day at work fucks me up hard. It's horrible. I don't like it. Um, speaking of work, the next one is the smelliest customers. So, you know how you have people who come in to a pub or a place and they, they have a body odour? Yeah. You can smell that. They... <laughs> the three people who come in and, oh god, it, it's... Uh, if you've ever read any Terry Pratchett... No, I have not, unfortunately. Well, there's a beggar called Foul Lord Ron, and his stink basically is almost sentient. Because of like how bad that smell is, it's almost alive. And these three people have a stench to them that is like walking into a wall. And they came and sat for an hour eating dinner. Ugh. And one of them as well, she's got like a a lazy eye. With there's so many bad jokes about that old fucking woman. But she also drinks like. Cups of tea with at least three sugars in as well. Oh. And I would say this it's the hyperactivity she needs to straighten her eye back out. Because <laughs> of the fucking sugar overload she has. They're all a bit mongy as well. By mongy, I mean like, oh, I can't have one of these, please. They're not. Pro- they're probably not got any kind of mental issue that would prevent them from doing normal societal tasks. They just seem to be quite thick. And also don't understand what soap is. And it's just, it's just, yeah. It, every time I do like something, especially because I work with my boss slash best mate on a Sunday. So I just, every time I go up to them with like anything, you just, 
I'll look at him, I'll take a deep breath, and then walk over to them. And I make it very visible that I'm making a deep breath every time I do it. Because they're always sat away from the bar. And then when I get back to the bar, sometimes if I've held my breath too long, I'm like, <gasps> leaning on the bar and shit, and just like overly hamming it up. But, I, there's been times where I've gone around with Febreze afterwards. Just to try and freshen the place up. And it's only going to get worse the closer it gets to summer. No. Because I, I just don't know how. I just don't know how they don't understand that they smell. I get paranoid when I smell my own feet. My feet smell. That's probably got to the point where they're so used to it they can't smell it. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's like, I said to my boss as well, I'm like, when they left, I went, right, I'm just getting the wallpaper paste. like, what? So, well, just to, you know, Put down the curled bits of wallpaper that's curled up. <laughs> it's like one of those things, it's like of undesirable customers that you don't want in a bar or a pub. They are slowly like higher ranking top deck. They're not dickheads, but they aren't what you want in a pub, especially when you serve them food. Because it puts off the other customers. They don't want to smell that. It's like, Jesus Christ. So the moral of the story is, always fucking wash and always put deodorant on. Because, even if you don't care what you smell like, fucking other people do. <sighs> so I'm, I'm done with that little rant about the smellies. Or the twits, as we called them. <laughs> in the end. Because <laughs> they had that kind of smell as well. Like, if you like uh, Red Roll Doll. So, um, speaking of like historical stuff, do you like how I'm trying to segue everything today? Yeah, I've done my best to try and keep it into a... Hey, I was uh, thinking of this, yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'm trying to, keep, trying to keep it fluid, sorry. Jack the Ripper's identity's been solved again? Again, yeah. Apparently, um, someone else has been poked at as being the suspect to all the murders back in the 1880s, I think, was Jack Ripper. But it's already been it's already been shot down straight away within a couple of days. Basically saying um, this guy, although he was schizophrenic and crazy and mad, he had it was very very unlikely to be part to be involved. Uh, he's just a regular crazy person. He's not the crazy person that did all these murders. Yeah, but, but the, uh, the guy being um, poked at now, a pointed finger at as a guy a guy that was called Aaron Kosminski, a Polish barber. But he's um, quite a fun bit. He was apparently he was mad and slightly schizophrenic, but he had nothing else connecting to the crimes. He wasn't even violent, so there's no connection there. But it's again, it's you've got to have some massive balls to go to a crazy person who does your hair and shaves you. Mm. Like I, I've been saying this phrase quite a lot recently, but you've got to have some. Fucking big dick energy to go into a fucking crazy person's barbershop and sit down and have a shave with this guy who is unhinged. Alright, he might not be violent, but fucking hell. Say the wrong thing or slit your throat, yeah. Exactly. Just, he is a loose cannon. Nobody wants a loose cannon. Especially one that's around your throat with a fucking blade. Jesus. Oh my yeah, God. but it's like, it's like every five years, it's like, ha ha, we've sold the Jack the Ripper, it's this guy, and it actually, you know, actually wasn't. It's, I, it's kind of getting a bit old now, should we say? I, I just... think it was Miss Scarlet in the dining room with the, uh, the candelabra. 
Candelabra, yeah. <laughs> There's some great stupid conspiracy theories. I've got one for you in a bit. There's links to something that's coming up in like a couple of time. Uh, that I'll try and link into it. Uh, I mean, people keep thinking the Jitter Ripper had to be some sort of doctor or surgeon because how efficient, shall we say, he was with, with a knife. But then again, you've also got butchers who are good with knives. You've got, again, barbers who are good with knives. Well, it's like, how many kills did he do before he got good? He could have killed loads of people in, like, a different place and then went yeah, just, um, to where he went and did his murders and was just like, I know how to do shit now. Slash, slash, slash. Yeah. Skin, skin, skin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... Who knows, give it another five years, we'll probably have another suspect. Uh, again, another six months to have another suspect. Well, more than likely. You know, it's like it. <laughs> okay, uh, your thoughts on Captain Marvel movie? Well, I Skit is here as well. He's seen it. Did you see Captain Marvel today as well, Skit? No, a few days ago. Right. Well, I went in thinking, hmm, I wonder what this is going to be like. I left being like very in- entertained. I can't really talk about spoilers. It's got the very... Um, because it's one of the cosmic Marvels films, it's got a very Guardians of the Galaxy style to it. Like whenever they go to different planets in this, um, it's got the Guardians of the Galaxy style uh, coordinates and the, 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 the card telling you where it is is very similar, uh, if not the same as the Guardians of the Galaxy ones. Um, it's set in the 90s, so there's a shit ton of references for us people who are in our 30s. So, uh, be, like, blown away by the choice of soundtrack, uh, the style that they're wearing, <laughs> um, the fact that they have pages. Cool, bloody hell. It's a throwback, uh, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is a throwback. Um, like, not giving it away, but it's in the trailer, so... But she crash lands on Earth through a blockbuster video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that part had the entire uh, room laughing. See, I didn't laugh. No one laughed for us in that. Really? Yeah, we're British. We don't laugh that that much. That was humor for us. Yeah, we don't laugh. We goffer. And to be fair, there were the people that were in the cinema at ten past two on a Wednesday afternoon were either five or ten years older than me, twenty to thirty years older than me, or for some weird reason, there was like a six-year-old in there. Took a couple of them <clears throat> with the moms. Uh, there was like two or three children in my room, and they were annoying. Uh, well, for me, it was just they kept running up and down. And also, the problem I had was two people sat down in front of me. The short one sat next to the tall one. The tall one sat right in front of me. As always, the so case. So I was like, literally, spent the entire time just leaning out into the aisle because I picked an aisle seat, leaning out into the aisle just so I could watch the film better. I've been watching someone's back back at someone's head. Oh, yeah, that frustrates <laughs> me beyond all measure. But I like the film. Uh, it leads into Endgame. It's not really a spoiler considering the trailers for Endgame have Miss Mar- uh, Captain Marvel in. Miss Marvel, fucking... Yeah, it's, it's really confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. If you look at my Twitter account, you'll see my, uh, my GIF reaction to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel. Um, is, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, did What did you think, Skid? Did you 
Think it was worth uh, the money? I, I was confused with the trailer before uh, before seeing it. I actually missed the first five minutes of the movie as well. Um, because, well, it's uh, like a hard open on um, the Cree homeworld. Yeah. There's, there's t- I, I ended up looking that up later. Um, but the reason that, that I was late in watching it was because of the, uh, the machine that prints out tickets. It wasn't working. Oh, crazy. So they had to give us like makeshift tickets and then we then we went inside. I let you into what Captain Mar- I spelt Marvel wrong. Oh fuck it. Take that to no, guy over just, there. They give us just like regular tickets that they would give out uh, a while back. And just to show it to the person if there's someone guarding the door. If there wasn't just go in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I wish they had that in our like City World and stuff like that. Oh, literally- that Literally, well, you can't the, get past the foyer the, without a ticket. show a ticket. Yeah, and yeah, if you yeah, do manage to get past the, the foyer, you got someone like an usher at the door. So, yeah. Oh no! To be fair, but, if you get past that first barrier for us, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, the one that your dad went to only has one room. Oh yeah, there's so like it, eight. It doesn't screens. really matter. So, so, yeah, it was a. Um, ah, uh, fuck's sake. I think it was a D-Max uh, film? Was D-Max? Oh, you mean IMAX? Yeah. IMAX, yeah, IMAX. I keep forgetting. Um, yeah, I just watched the normal version. It cost me... Yeah. I think it was like £9.40 to go and watch the film. Considering I used to watch films £3 when I was younger. It's ridiculous well, how the price has gone up. Yeah, they've gone up. But the one that I went to uh, would be like... Uh, like ten bucks for two pers- uh two adults. Yeah. All in all, uh, we went. Uh, my entire family. Uh, we just went four of us, so it was like twenty. It wasn't that much. Well, it's probably like your family ticket, though. I'm guessing. No, it was individual ones. All right. Usually things like that, uh, you find the tickets are pretty cheap, but then then the popcorn and sweets are like astronomically expensive. Well, nah, I just I just bought uh like nachos and that was it, and a bottle of water. I had a small uh, tango and a small uh, popcorn, and that bumped up like another five onto the. So, mm. it's uh, it, for me it was four and a half. But but then the the mark of a popcorn is ridiculous. Well, considering I bought like some more superior popcorn <laughs> from the pound shop, five bags of it for a pound, obviously. Yeah, they they buy the popcorn in like bin bags, like like. Like ten kilo bags, and they're like, um, well, I think they like buy me for like ten pound, and they like sell like oh, one hundred and fifty grams of um popcorn for like. Apparently, six a, a black bin bag because I knew someone who used to work there, like a full like black bin bag full of popcorn popped, weighs in about like twenty p a bag. Yeah, and it's they're selling for like cheap. six pound. Yeah, if you bought like the big fat bastard deluxe one, you're paying easily over five pounds for it. I think I paid like two pound the smallest one which i probably ate within the first 20 minutes of the film but i didn't give a shit i was just like just nom 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 it was just something to stop me from feeling hungry and then i had the drink to stop me feeling thirsty as i went through the film the last time i went to a cinema is god i can't remember what the last thing i saw the cinema was but i don't like popcorn yeah i don't know weird so i usually go for i usually, I usually go for nachos yeah because you know, my other half loves popcorn. She likes um, 
the sweet or so uh, the sweet or salt which one she actually likes but I don't really like popcorn whenever we buy go over what popcorn I like having like two or three mouthfuls like you know you know the rest I don't like it yeah I got tired of popcorn so I go for I go for nachos or something else they usually do like a bag of M&M's or something peanut M&M's or crispy M&M's yeah I just go popcorn it's like that's for me that's the movie experience also conspiracy theory number one (laughs) apparently uh, internet knobheads we're saying that Captain Marvel wasn't going to do well, and then uh, they were giving out like false reports that it's tanking in box office sales and stuff, and that Disney were clamoring to buy seats just to try and keep it uh, viable to get this D-list character into like main Marvel stuff because she's not a proper hero; she's just a D-list woman character. And it's like you can tell this is very fucking misogynistic uh, take. Yeah. On on dickheads being dickheads, uh, but apparently he's doing really fucking well. And to be fair, it deserves to, because like Samuel L. Jackson's in the film, uh, Clark Gregg who played Agent Coulson in Shield, uh, Agents of Shield, sorry, and like pretty much every of uh Marvel film Avengers. up to Avengers. Yeah, uh, he's you just saying Disney just reminded me of something. Carl, just quickly put into the chat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's like one of the conspiracy theories. The other one is to do with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and director James Gunn. So, as people knew, he got fired recently due to... Uh, well, recently, like last year. Due to his tweets he had when he was younger and his... Uh, he was apologetic and stuff and he said, well, I'm gone. Um, I, I hope that everyone... Thing is, it hurts that I had to go. I wanted to finish Guardians 3. I wanted to do all this. All the cast stood up behind him. Directors were actively turning down the uh, the directing parts for it. People were making it hard for Disney to make Guardians Volume 3. Um, and he got rehired recently. Eee. He has to finish uh, directing Suicide Squad, the reboot, which will be really good now because... James Gunn's doing Suicide Squad, another bunch of misfits. Right up his alley, he can he can write that. We've seen that with Guardians. I'm gonna watch a DC film and enjoy it. Um, and I'm happy that that's happened. But the the rumor mill here is that the tweets came out because once again it's these internet idiots who are like, oh, he was a racist and blah 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 back in the day, and it's like he was like a a edge lord basically. I, I, when he worked for Troma and stuff like that, he was a bit of an edgelord, a bit of a controversial, just trying to get reactions out of people. He's not that like that at all now. He's very calm, peace and loving kind of guy. He's realised that being a knob is not the way to go forward, and I fucking respect him for that. Um, and it was brought to Disney's attention, and they fired him. But the the rumor mill is that that firing was to stop the controversy and then the rumour mill and the, the we're standing behind James Gunn was there to um, basically facilitate them rehiring him later on and then giving him like a, a bone to DC to do a DC thing. It's such a convoluted fucking conspiracy. But uh, the long and short of it is he got fired because of his old stuff. Everyone rallied behind him fucking immediately and consistently for like six months straight the point where disney had to sit down and talk to him and say look we were a bit rash about our decision we're sorry we 
let you go. We understand that you are a different person now. We understand that you have a lot of people rallying your point to the point where we can't even make a Guardians film because we'd have to recast everyone. So would you like to come back, please? And then he's like, well, I've already committed myself to DC and this. And it's like, no, yeah, that's fine. Just do that and come back. And he's like, yeah, okay. But the conspiracy is that, like, it was a big propaganda machine to generate more hype for D- for Marvel films. That he got intentionally Ooh. fired. He knew about it. He had to play dumb about it. And then was rehired later on. Qu- quotation marks, rehired and fired. But it wasn't. He, he was legitimately fired. They had talks with him a month or two ago, quietly about it, and then released that he's coming back. So I'm glad he's back. I'm glad they're going to do Guardians 3 because the boy loves Guardians of the Galaxy. He fucking loves Guardians of the Galaxy. That and Spider-Man are like his two favorite films. Uh, Well, the three favorite films say, in the whole Marvel universe. And he liked Iron Man. Prez likes Iron Man. He enjoys it. So for it to come full circle and him to get back in, It'd be great because there was a whole third act of Guardians 3 that was left in the air. So it'd be nice to see what they do. And I'm going to stop rambling about this now. <laughs> but all I like to say is thank you, James Gunn, for coming back. You know, Disney, if I do harshly over your past indiscretions, but it's very humbling and very humble of you to come back. Uh,. Because you could have been a dick and gone, nah, fuck you, I don't want to come back. But he came back because he wants to do what he wants to do, which is he wants to write for more Guardians stuff and do more Marvel films. He wants to do that. So coming back to that, great. Right, let's slide on in to the gaming stuff. Now, I watched a video about this. I'm still fucking confused. So Google did announce a controller. We were poo-pooing it like last podcast, I think. That there were, yeah. I think we did. I can't actually remember. I well, it was one. Of, I think it was because it was a rumor and speculation thing that I got pissed off about. Was about with the oh the the discless Xbox One S. Yeah, that's right. The sad edition. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently this thing, they were right. It was based off the old designs, and it seems like they just kept kept the old designs. The old Maverick. Yeah, but it's now called Stadia. And what it is, is it's a streaming service for games using Google. Kind of like OnLive and PlayStation Now and all those other streaming services for games. Which leads to the problem of high latency. It's like the game could look like absolute 100% top bollocks 4K and stuff like that, but you need a high capacity internet service and you need a local service provider to stream that from. Otherwise you get like one frame per minute. Well, it it wouldn't be that, it'd be just the delay would be that fucking crazy. It'd be unplayable. So, um, apparently they're going to basically use the Google infrastructure because Google do own 90% of the internet these days, it seems, with their servers. Mm. Uh, 
And I think they're going to try and piggyback off of that and have this low latency streaming service. It's not quite said whether you'll pay like a flat Netflix style subscription or if you sign up and then pay for the games or pay for time playing the games. Well, they like Game Pass in a sense. Yeah, well, I mean, Game Pass is the Netflix of it. And then there was like the online one, which was like, oh, I pay for four hours worth of game time on this game. Um, it, I don't know. It, it that sounds a bit. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's 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 like um getting a it's like getting a trial of a game by paying for it. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. the funnier thing about it is apparently the controller they've got will link to Wi-Fi and then link to any device you want it to. So. You can link it to PC, you can link it to uh, iPad, you can link it to an Android phone, you can link it to uh, any kind of Wi-Fi enabled monitor, basically. Bluetooth, I was guessing, as well? Yeah. It's just odd. It's just very, it's very fucking odd how they're like, oh, yeah, it just literally, you just sit it in front of the, co- the thing you want to use, and then, bam, there you go. It links. It sounds like a lot of sorcery and a lot of stuff because they didn't really say what was coming out. The only things that they've definitely done was they did a test for it last year with this Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, which they streamed uh, through that service. And Doom Eternal apparently is also going to be on this streaming service. But apart from that, they've not really said much else about it. And it's very troubling Seems like what they think they can do and what will actually happen are two separate things. Hmm. So, yeah. It's, I, I don't, honestly don't know. And uh, we'll, we'll see what they have to announce later on. But I'm very underwhelmed by it all. It's kind of odd if anything i'd want there to be a, a thing where i could use my xbox as a hub because you can do it where you link uh it's only with windows tablets and pcs and laptops but you can basically stream from your router basically it like sends the signal into the router and you can basically have a second screen that is just uh your gameplay latency isn't bad i played wolfenstein um, excuse me. You're gonna, need, you're gonna need a lot of bandwidth for that, though. Um, yeah. Unless you, you, unless, you open up another, unless you open up another port, I suppose. If you're not online playing, you can dedicate quite a lot to it. That's true. So I played Elite Dangerous and streamed it, and you got a lot of artifacting and stuff because the the quality would drop drastically because you have to allocate so much KBH. Or KBP, whatever. Two server tokens, then for streaming. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, what quality do you want this to be streamed in? To your Xbox app-enabled device. And it's like, well, this much. Even then, it didn't come out anywhere near, like, 720 or 1080, which is what Elite Naturally runs at on the console. So, um, like I said, it's worrying when something where it's a local server doing it from your Xbox and your Xbox is basically just using your router and sending it to another device in your house with like zero bandwidth in or out if you're using a single player game and it struggles a bit. Because, I mean, it didn't so much in Wolfenstein 
But anytime you involved any outside internet into it, oh yeah, you you definitely had artifact in, and there was a, a noticeable but small, very small amount of um, input delay, and that is enough sometimes. I mean, with elite, that's not too bad. You don't really have like Twitch reactions in elite. Everything's very methodical and very metered with what you do. Mm. So input delay and stuff like that doesn't really affect it as hard as you'd think it would. But yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I think it's going to be uh, a disappointment and a waste of Google's money. But it won't be the first thing that they've like thrown in the ring and then took away. Google Glass. In fact, there's a list of Google things you can look up that they've like started and then abandoned later on. And I think it right ranged up to like 20 projects in the last 15 years they've started and then abandoned because they knew it weren't going to make any money, so they just gave up. <sighs> so the next one, I don't know if Skit understands who this is, but I know about it. Legacy Larry... Is coming to the PS4 and Switch. If you don't know what Legend Suit Larry, Suit Larry is, I'm having trouble with words today. He is basically a guy trying to get laid. It's chauvinistic, isn't he? Yeah, and it was like if you had Duke Nukem with no sex appeal, no six pack, no muscles, no guns, just. His attitude to life. It's like, I can get my dick wet because I'm good. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, it, it started off as like a point and click, like Broken Sword and stuff like those kind of games. And then I think later on it was like a quick time mini game fueled thing. I don't think there was actually any nudity in any of the games. It was just very heavily implied. Mm, very themed, shall we say. Yeah, but it was all around getting laid and sex and uh, doing as much as you can. Because I think like in some of them it was like you were an intern on like a porn shoot or something in one of the games or something. I don't know. I, it's just it's kind of a, a big. Why did you start and bring this back? What the fuck were you thinking? Even back then it was a bit. Uh, and now it's it like what. It's a bit questionable back then, and now it's kind of... Above. Well, in today's climate of, of gender equality and stuff like that, it's it's a very big fuck you to uh, that sort of yeah thing. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It probably won't do very much. Um, it might have a nostalgia um, resurgence, but it won't be a very big one. It's, only, it's, it's basically for a very select audience, really. Oh, yeah. Very, very niche. Yeah. Okay. Um, Master Chief Collection is coming to the PC in stages, and Reach is also being added to the Master Chief Collection. So, finally, the speculation that we had, two-pronged speculation, was both right. It's coming to Steam. I don't know if it's coming to Windows Play Anywhere. Or Epic's um, store. Probably not. No, it's going to be in the Steam. Um, a lot of people have already put it in the w their wish list. Uh, me as well, just because. 
Yeah. I think I, I think I saw a picture of that on Reddit the other day. Actually, I had, like someone took a screenshot and it's like thirty yeah. people wish list it. The the one yeah. thing that they're doing differently to the Xbox version is they're releasing the games in sequential order. They're not bringing them straight out all in one go. I'm not sure if Reach is going to be the first one on PC or if it'll be Combat Evolved Anniversary. But um, the multiplayer of Reach will be on MCC for everybody who has gold or game pass. Or gold and game pass. And uh, the campaign you have to pay for. But apparently Firefight and all those things are getting added as well from Reach. So sounds... I don't mind. I don't mind paying for the campaign. To be fair, I like the campaign more than I like the multiplayer for for Reach. Mm. But it's one of those things people have been bitching about it for years. Like, why don't you add Reach to it? And it's like, well, it's not a Master Chief focused story. Neither yeah, is so ODST, to be honest. But it's from a different perspective, from a load of different um, Spartans, as it were. Not the actual true Spartan. Yeah. So like ODST technically wasn't, but the reason why they brought it out was in response to it being fucked. And it, that was like the easiest one to uh, up-res and add to the collection. Because they'd already done Halo 3. And the, the engine between Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST obviously was the fucking same. Um, apparently they're going to get armor customizations from Reach and that, that's all going to be present. They're not fucking it up like they've done with the, the Xbox version. Um, but I honestly don't know. I really want them just to say, right, if you own it on Xbox, you own it on PC. That's what I want them to say. So, like a play anywhere kind of thing? I really want them to do that, but they won't. Because if it's coming out on Steam, unless they're giving away free copies to everyone who owns it on the Xbox, I think we're going to have to buy it again. But, mm. if I buy it on the, on, the, on the Steam side of it, I'll get to play the game with, like, better graphics higher quality frame rates and stuff. Uh, HDR and shit enables. Um, and it'll be a different experience again, because I remember playing the original Combat Evolved on Xbox, and I played it on PC. Um, and there were two different, there were two very different experiences. Because the PC I was more accurate, but um, I didn't feel as much as in control because I wasn't comfortable with keyboard and mouse back then. Whereas now, I think I'd enjoy playing it through. Because I have that level of um, like skill that I didn't have 20 years ago. Or 10 years ago. No, 15 years ago. Fuck, how long ago was it when Combat Evolved came out? Hang on. Reaches for old original copy of Xbox Combat Evolved. It's got to be at least 15 years, maybe. At least. It's pushing it. Because I remember playing the very first Halo when I was in my um, teens. Halo Combat Evolved 2002. 17 years. Holy balls. Oh. You feel old yet? (laughs) I feel old that basically Halo 3 is older than some people that I fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) There are people at work that don't understand like some of the culture references I come out with. It's like, what do you want from me? I'm 18. I'm like, kill yourself. You're 18. 
it's just, it's such a, a weird like stage where people don't understand what I'm on about. And I'm like, fuck off, you should know that. And like, no, I don't know what the A-Team is. Or I don't know what Knight Rider is. Yeah, there are people that I work with who haven't got a fucking clue what that is. Or Kit, the um, talking car. Yeah. So weird. Or they go, oh, that shitty show that was on a couple of years back. It's like, no! Not the shitty reboot. The original stuff. So bad. But yeah, I'm happy about the Master Chief Collection coming. Um, finally, it gives all the PC players who've been wanting it since Halo 2 was the last game that came out on a PC a chance to catch up. Yeah. So That's going to be great. Um, moving on to more Steam-related stuff. So, this one is yours, Dolph. Yeah, oh, I may fact. have made a mention of this back in January, I think, when I said the basically oh. about artifact, basically, basically a card game which was dying on its ass. I I also mentioned that it had basically shed quite a load of players. Yeah, um, when it peaked at launch, it had about sixty thousand active users. It's now down to around about six hundred. So that's like ninety nine percent of its um of player base just gone. Mm. So artifact, by the way, if you're not under hundred percent sure what the fuck this is. It's like Hearthstone, but with Dota two characters cards. Mm. Ooh, yeah, that that sounds really interesting and appealing to everybody. The silence just says it all. <laughs> just no so, one fucking cares. I mean, the only card game I played when I was a kid was um, probably Pokemon cards for Yu Gi. I never That's understood Pokemon cards. It was a bit too convoluted, and my mate who was. I played against was a cheating fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he always won because he never told me the rules properly. Uh, and I never really understood the rules. Um, I played a little bit of Hearthstone. I never got past the, the just the tutorial area. Because um, I got bored of it to be one. It's like one and two, the fucking AI was right hard as well. I played a bit of Magic the Gathering on um, Xbox a while back and I can't. Like, eh? I think I had a game of Magic the Gathering. I played someone and my game fucking crashed. And I was like, that oh, done. No more. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It, this is what they were doing instead of making fucking Left 4 Dead 3, Half-Life 3, Portal 3. They were making some shitty card game based on their free-to-play fucking League of Legends clone that sucks ass. Basically. Pretty <laughs> uh, much. And... Yeah, GG Valve, fucking get your head out your ass and start making some decent games. Speaking of decent games, PUBG test servers patch are now live. So yeah, the, the new patch notes for literally came up just before the podcast. And I've skimmed through them. Uh, they're adding the MP5K, which is a 9mm gun. The Vector will now be a 9mm gun with a slight increase to its default and extended magazines. Uh, the UMP45 is going to be in the game. The Modern Warfare 2 fucking submachine gun death machine that is the UMP45. Basically, they're taking the UMP9, rechambering it in 45, adding the better gun sounds, slightly decreasing the magazine size, making it the beast that it's always needed to be. 
And then they've done a few more like UI changes, yada yada yada. Increased some routes. So, no new maps yet, then I'm guessing. No, no, no new maps in this. They're basically they're going to readdress Erringal because they said that they need to do it because that's the one that's been out what two and a half years now, nearly three years. And since uh, I think it was like alpha to beta, they didn't really change that much from Erringal now to Erringal then. And um. They said that they need to do stuff like uh, reduce some like texture loads and stuff on the game, address some choke points and stuff, um, change some of the landscape because like there are places where it's just a wide fucking field and you have no cover. So I think they're going to be like adding a bit more cover. They're going to be changing some of the gameplay dynamic on it. But they said it'd still be the same map we know, just a few different tweaks here and there. Um, they've increased like the loot on ARs, SMGs, snipers and stuff because those were very hard to find and are still quite hard to find early game. They like tilting it more towards the esports uh, spawn rate, which I think they've upped like everything by four or five percent, so you don't end up with like pistols and shotguns on early game because that's what it is. You you end up like four or five games in a row running around with a shotgun and a pistol for the first five minutes until you either kill somebody or get killed. Yeah. Uh, and then you take their assault rifle because they were lucky enough to find one. Or you do the very specific like loot run buildings that you know there's going to be within four or five houses some decent shit. So, uh, I'm just hoping RNG says he's smiling on you. Yeah, I'm glad that they've gone to RNG and gone sort your shit out make this work better. So... I'm uh, I'm happy about that. Implementation will be a good couple of weeks, I reckon, before they put it on live servers. Uh, and we're now in like the second anniversary of it being live. I don't know if it's like release live. No, it wouldn't be because it was December when it released at 1.0. So we're yeah we're on like the second year of full release from uh, closed beta. So that's pretty cool, and um, like I said, it's, it's a game that still has quite a massive fan base. Even though Fortnite and Apex are like throwing these millions of players are playing, it's like yeah, but hundreds of thousands of players are still playing PUBG consistently. Mm. Two years after everything, a year and a half after Fortnite popped up and fucking shat rainbows everywhere. It's um. It's it's the little engine that could. It's just chugging along in the background going, you do what you want to do, we'll do us. Also, on a side note, Brendan Green is leaving uh, and taking, going like to a new creation thing he's doing. He's leaving Korea, so he's not going to be part of PUBG Core over there, but he's moving somewhere else and creating another PUBG Core development team, and he's working on some new projects. So, interesting to see what will happen on that. I uh, heard about that, but I forgot the name of it. Yeah, it, but it is like PUBG like development or something like that, I think it's called. Don't quote me. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. I, I heard it in like a, a one-off thing. But, um... So it'll be interesting to see if they move towards more of the PUBG mobile model, which seems to be the one that wins out of the, out of the versions... I kind of also want them to bring PUBG Mobile to Switch. Because 
I think that'd work really fucking well on the Switch. Well, have a quick game on the bus or the train. <laughs> hmm. Well, you wouldn't be able to on the Switch because you need mobile connection if you're going to do it. Not true, unless you use your phone as a VPN and do it that way. Yeah. As a hotspot, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's very... But it would be cool to have that because you can have Fortnite on, on there. And it runs a nice solid 30 and it doesn't look bad. So I don't see why you couldn't do PUBG. Because then you can rent off an iPhone. So uh, how they're going to work that out, I don't know. Also, I heard that they had a lower spec format version of PUBG. Um, that's currently in beta, but it's only in like South Korea and stuff like that. Um, for people with less hardcore gaming rigs. So they'd be aiming for like under my spec down to probably skits uh performance. Trying to get it smooth. Um that'd be interesting to see if it if they do match the two together. Or if they'll make it widely available for everyone. Because I'd like to try and play in the game on a a less more intensive version of it and see how that pairs up. That might become the the new version, and that might be the the better version of PUBG. But we'll we'll see. We're not we don't know. There's not really much uh, going on note wise on that. Just that it was a lower intensive one that they were betering in Korea. So that's pretty much all I've got for PUBG. So uh, let's go on to the fucky A section. <laughs> Uh, apparently EA have announced they will not be at E3 2019. Because they don't want people coming up and slapping them for Anthem. Uh, more about Anthem shortly, but yeah. Yeah, um... I don't know what to say, to be fair, but... I think that's a good thing, EA is not going to be at E3 this year. Also, well, the press conference anyway. But With how they're releasing schedules for Battlefield and Star Wars... It's a Star Wars Battlefront year. Ah, yeah. Um, speaking of, you quickly checked the picture I posted a bit earlier. Um, that might be some a bit of a blast from the past, actually. It's in the podcast of it. Uh, Apparently, uh, Disney are reforming LucasArts. Good. So they can have a little um, mini side on the side Star Wars games. Like how we had um, Dark Forces back on the PS One, or yes, well, I'd love, I'd love to see a remake of that. Actually, I, I, I need, really I, would. I need them to redo Jedi Outcast. Mm. That was the that was the fucking game. Star Wars but Jedi you... Outcast. Yeah, but if, if Disney are definitely going to do LucasArts, bring it back, and start doing single-player Star Wars games, they might say, look, EA, look, this is how you make a single-player Star Wars game. Look how well it's selling without well, no microtransactions. Well, Fallen Order's coming out soon, isn't it? Well, the announcement's coming out soon. Uh, yeah. I'm going to um, look this up, because I saw it, and I can't remember what the fuck the date was on it. Uh, it's, I think it's this year, isn't it? Towards summertime? End of summer? 
I had to figure out how to spell it and I was struggling a bit. Nope. Uh, latest. Nope. News. Oh, well, that's why you, I've apparently I put fac in order, not fall in order. <laughs> it helps. Fuck. I wonder why I didn't. Star Wars, the fucking order. <laughs> uh, I was going to blame autocorrect then, but you were actually typing it up, so yeah. Remember, look, because there was like a, a literal tweet from, uh, I think it was like Dice or EA or whoever it was. Hmm. And they're like, oh, Star Wars Fallen Order! Yeah. I think we touched very briefly on Fallen Order last podcast, the one before. Yeah. But, like I said, it's by the guys who did Titanfall. Mm. Um, Respawn. Why am I not looking for Respawn Entertainment, then? Idiot. Oh, there we go. I'm following them as well. Uh, Apparently, as well, the um, Apex Legends has like sent a huge resurgence for Titanfall Two players. We're trying to get people back to the franchise. No, just people are naturally going back to it. Hmm. Which is great. I mean, it's a good game. The problem I had with it was I I got a bit dry on the whole. Um, Advanced movement mechanics. Yeah, same with me. I mean, I started playing it when I got it on... I think I got the bundle with... um, No, I think I got it for like £10, I think. When it was on a a sale, like 80% off. Yeah. I went on a few multiplayer matches and I lost every single game because you're going against people like level 50, level 60, and they're just like one-shotting you from across the map. I absolutely loved the first Timefall. That was the thing. I absolutely loved the mechanic of Timefall. The problem that there is with the second one is the titans aren't as customizable as they were before so you have to have one titan one weapon it's not like how it was like i could have one of the three titans in the first game and have any fucking weapon i want on it yeah this way locked two locked weaponed types yeah it's like if i want the atlas mech i have to have a sniper rifle well i can't i'd have to have Atlas mech with the... I think it's like a pulse laser gun. Mm. And I prefer the chain gun or the, the 40mm cannon. Uh, to like fight with with the Atlas mech. But I don't get a choice in Titanfall 2. That was like the one problem that pissed me off about it was like defined that. I mean the the pilot itself could be like Call of Duty anything. You could do anything to it. It could have any attachment, any weapon, any like blah 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 as long as it had space for that um and it was the same for the titans in time for one and then they got to two and it's like no you have these very defined robots or nothing so yeah a bit sorry about that but i like Titanfall, so that star wars game is going to be good I'll tell you what is funny though uh anthem is now getting boycotted <laughs> people are not playing it it's it's down to the from what I've been reading on Reddit and other sources I've, I've been looking at. It's because there was a recent patch that that Bioware was called they called called a bug 
that was allowing players actually have enjoyment out of the game by getting better loot drops. <laughs> yeah, they nerfed the loot drops. Yeah, again. Oh, I love that kind of shit. Like, hey, you're having too much fun. Sorry. Slap the fun hammer across your face. No more fun for you today, little Billy. Ah, uh, it's just... I can, I can understand, you know, you've got to make a game's longevity, you know, have a bit of a grind on it, but if you're taking the fun out of it, <laughs> people are taking the gonna... piss with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, the fact that it is all very convoluted as well with the trailers when they announced it, going, oh, you can change weapons on the fly, you can do this, you can do that. There's no loading screens between transition parts. Yeah, but even the trailer opening scene from what they showed at, e- at E3 and what he actually got was dumbed down and maybe the quality was dropped considerably. Mm. But the, the problem is where the, the players are boycotting it by not playing. It's like you already gave them the money. The best way to boycott this game is don't fucking buy it. Or don't buy any microtransactions that come along in the game. Well, their mentality is um, shareholders and um, investors will look at numbers, not by um, what's been sold. If you know they see their numbers are dropping, they can see the game's dead and they'll pull their money out. Yeah. Well, which, is kind of, which is kind of true, but if you want to boycott the game, don't buy it. first of all, don't buy it. If you don't buy it, then boycott because they've already got your money. Hmm. Like they've got that initial boost of money. It's like, yeah, it's shitty, but they've got money off you. It doesn't matter. And the fact point. that you've played so many hours of it, you can't get your refund anyway because you've already yeah, bought you it and played it. It's like the best thing you can do, if you've got it on physical copy, go and trade it in while you've still got a bit of value to it. Mm. Um, before, before it ends up being a um, coaster for your cup of tea. Before it ends up getting sold for £5 for some fucking thumb grips. I'm looking at you, Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, what doesn't help Anthem is uh, there was this issue with the corrupting of PS4 hard drive. Yeah, bricking the hard drive. We made mention of that last um, podcast, actually. Yeah. Uh, also, it yeah. did affect a small amount of Xboxes as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't just a PlayStation problem. But PS4 <laughs> users were more affected than Xbox because they're yeah. the ones that have bought more. And also the dumbasses who bought more versions of Anthem. But yeah, I, I'm... Like I said the other day in the other podcast, and the last couple of podcasts that Anthem's been out and I've been shitting on it, it didn't look anything special. And now people are seeing that it's not anything special, but they've already spent the money on it. And it's like, the best way to do it, if you think it's worth your money, then yeah, put some money in. But don't put your money in and they go, what the fuck's this? Because you haven't looked at it. I always try and sit back on games if I can, unless I so, know it's going to be great. Or it's so we're not saying we're not saying don't buy it. It's just you know it might actually appeal to you. It's just do your research. Just to, just, just to me, it doesn't seem to appeal to me. It doesn't appeal I mean, to I me. Like, at all. I like I like the idea behind it, but if I want to lose you, it, I'll play it's Borderlands. Got, it's got some gla- it's got some glaring problems they need to sort out first. Oh, apparently Borderlands Two is coming to the Switch. Yeah. Oh god. Ah, uh, you gotta do all that grinding again. I don't give a fuck, I love Borderlands 2, it's <laughs> one of my favourite games. Oh we'll have to play it again, have they? And it'll have every single character. Because it'll be so like, it's never, the the Hansen collection kind of thing. Yeah, it'll have everything to it. Because yeah. I never got to OP. I never got past level fifty nine, I think was the highest I got. 
because the grind was so fucking hard. Mm, I think I've got to OP3 at the on my own. It's just really hard with Zero because I'm not exactly geared for it. But I think my highest level character was Axton and then Gage. Necromancer. Yeah. Because uh, with her, I managed to get that trait where it kills extend the time. Of um, Death Trap. Yeah. So I, I had literally my Death Trap out for like five minutes in the, um, in the Warriors cave. Just zapping bats. <laughs> I was just like, easy XP. Yep. Just I just went AFK, made a cup of tea, just put an elastic band on my thumbstick, so I just slowly spun around in a circle. <laughs> it was great. And that's the kind of yeah. game you want to play. You want to play a game that has like heart, personality, and Anthem is the game that Mass Effect got fucked over for, and it's not that good. I feel like they definitely fucked themselves by dividing the team. And it really shows. Because there's not much story to Anthem from what I've been told. The gameplay is eh. The polish is eh. It's just like you just control an Iron Man in an open world environment, really. Yeah. With numerous load screens. Well, apparently it is just go to A, shoot B, fly back to A, talk to Guy, get stuck. Yeah, and rinse repeat. Yeah. Yeah, and the um, you can't, you don't get any benefits for playing solo either. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because get... apparently they um try and get you to play online because you get better rewards. I watched uh, zero punctuation about that, and when he made his own squad and made it like single player for himself, it's like if you don't do online, um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that as well. You get like a forty percent reduction in earnings. Yeah. Some of like it's it is literally fuck you if you don't want to play with other people. Yeah, if of you course, have... playing with other people is normal. Yeah, but um, I, it's just it's EA. They're not they're not gonna learn. The things they... they need to learn is to make Bad Company Three, make a Dead Space reboot, and fuck right off making shitty games. See, there's a oh, what's it called? There's a game I played on the 360, which has got a, a port to the Xbox One called Defiance. Now that's a massive MMORPG based on you, the Sci-Fi Channel show. Uh, film Defiance. Really good. It's, yeah, it's a show, not a film. Ran for well, three seasons. It's, it's really fucking good. Yeah, it's also um what they did is they had a massive world, open world environment. You know, you had numerous and hundreds of different types of weapons. You could all chip in. Uh, um, these uh, arc drops to yeah. battle a monster or whatever, whatever. But the story missions, if you were to go through it as a story, you can see people on your route going down there, but if you go into a story mission on your own, it'll just be you. Yeah, but they can come so and you, join you, you and you, do the thing with you. Yeah, there's certain things like boss areas which have um, you plus three others. Well, it was one of those yeah. things where when I played it, because uh, I played both versions, you don't have to squad up with anybody at any time if they happen to be there at the same time as you you can do your thing or if you catch them at the beginning of the mission your progression counts to each other's yeah uh, which was very cool otherwise you're a distraction for them while they get theirs done or they're a distraction for you while you get yours done yeah um so takes the on fire and the eye off yeah so that was cool it's a shame that it didn't do as well as it did because it came out paid on Xbox 360. 
and PC originally, and then it went after a year or two to free to play, and then it got a big yeah. release on next gen. Yeah, the, the reason why I'm not gonna buy it on, well, I'm not gonna play it on the on the one basically is because I I got the yeah, season pass DLC on the 360, and if I want to have all those back, I've got to spend it again. So that's kind of put me off. I, I can imagine that would definitely put you off because it's like, well, why can't I just log in my account and get it back? Mm. It should. It, they should have a thing where it's like, oh, you had the game and paid for it. Here's all your shit. Mm. But yeah, I mean, those things you can't. You can't have everything. I had a. I got a good two. I got a good four five hundred hours. Out, so I'm not going to complain. I, I think I played about twenty five at the moment on it. It was. It's not a bad game, and I like the TV series enough to try and get invested. But it's okay. It's an MMO. It's a loot shooter. It's better than Anthem. Shitting in my own, uh, like, underwear and then rubbing it across my forehead was also be better than Anthem at this point. But that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. I don't know, I need a decent loot shooter. And the next one will be Borderlands 3. Because it's going to get announced. Everyone's clamoring at it. Gearbox are fucking teasing the fuck out of it. And then Anthem will be like, hey, do you remember that game where you could fly around like Iron Man? And be like, yeah. It's probably going to be a joke in fucking Borderlands 3 about it as well. But, no. I, I'm, I'm done caring about Anthem at this point. It's it's the Fallout 76 of fucking EA. It's just yeah. another thing that we take the piss out of just because it's the little shit that couldn't. Neutered by its own design. It's relevance to try and get money out of you with microtransactions. It's mm. it was always going to be a problem, and the fact that now this game that's ambitious and had all this shit done to it and did oh yeah it's really good, yeah it's it sucks dick and uh, you ruined Mass Effect for this game that sucks dick. So yeah, sorry Bioware, you fucked up hard. They've always they've always been good with um with uh, setting up stories. I mean, I used to play Jade Empire quite a lot back on the original Xbox. That was a really good story. Yeah. I mean, you know, graphics obviously back then weren't that bad. Well, were well, bad, but well, they did the Dragon Age games as well, and they were full on. Yeah, but uh, I can't remember if um. EA had their hands in Bioware back when they did Jade Empire. I actually can't remember. I don't know. It's yes, I'm going to have to look up after the podcast, unfortunately. Uh, well, how about I'll look it up and you get on with the uh, the final topic for tonight. Yeah, um, a recent patch for the Skyrim uh, Special Edition has fixed some of the outstanding bugs that were introduced, but it's introduced new ones. It has made hundreds of modders having to update their mods to um, run on the new patches. Okay. I've only got a little bit of information on this so far, but... Um, just to get back to Jade Empire. Mm-hmm. Developed by Bioware and published by Microsoft Game Studios. Ah, oh, there you go then. It wasn't AI. Thank you very much. No but yeah. Um, uh, you know what you know, I say about Bethesda. You know, you patch some bugs out, introduce like 50 others. Oh, we're crazy. We use the game fucking engine from Oblivion, which is about 15 years old at this point. We don't care, because yeah. we're wacky Bethesda. Yeah! So, 
I saw the patch. Uh, the well, I saw the update for Skyrim Special Edition the other day. It was like a two gig patch. All it did was fix a few a broken quest and a few other little little tidbit bugs, things like that. And it also added new items to the Creation Club, so the paid mods, basically. <laughs> yeah, another you, fucking sparkling. Do you want to add a signed quest for five dollars? Sure, go go ahead. But yeah, it's um. Introduce a load of other bugs and something to do with the the Skyrim S E key thing. Something to do with the um I don't know the technical terms for it. Unfortunately, I'm not actually computer savvy. But the mods that rely on the code that allows them to, I think, allow the mods to integrate into the base game is different. So the mods have had to update all their mods to support the new key to allow their mods to run on the new patch. If that makes sense. So, it's just. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. When did Special Edition come out? Two years ago, I think. Uh, it was announced just before the Switch came out and was on the Switch. So, so the that Switch was is two years old at this point. Yeah, about two years. Yeah. I mean, I thought, oh, cool. Um, I'm gonna get it because it's mod support and it's up to date. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But basically, it's a direct port, and the bugs I experienced on the 360 were all still present in the Xbox One version. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know what I was expecting, to be fair. I think I was a bit naive at the time. But well, this is... there was a the bug that kind of bothered me the most is when you speak to the Greybeards about find the last few words of power. If you get this word of power to go to this certain location when you've got the DLCs installed, You'll go and get the word from the wall, and then it won't update. Say, go back to the Graybeards to, to say you're done. It'll just just hang in the hang in your um, mission list and not complete. And if you're still looking for the other words, you can't ask for another word of power until you've turned that one in. But you can't turn it in because the quest is broke. Slow hand clap. Yeah, and that's present on the Xbox One version. <laughs> The thing is, though, the way the the weird way around it on the 360 was there was a workaround, and the workaround was come out of the area a little bit, so you can see um, where the area was. Uninstall play part of the DLC, so the area will not be there. Load in, save your game, <laughs> go back, reinstall the DLC. Load your game back up, go to the wall, and it will allow you to complete the quest. Uh, that was the, that was the, that was the workaround. That's such a fucking stupid thing where it literally has got to be a line of code saying, "This yeah, DLC like, is installed. Ignore this DLC in this area." Or but there was some the of the deals. One of the DLCs um, had, I think, one of the shout, shouts in the DLC was overlap with another shout in um, the coding. So I don't know why that was, but. I think it's something. I can't remember which shout it was, but the words were the same, which was weird. Even though the effects were completely different. Lazy coding. Yep. Who else but Bethesda? Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. But uh, I suppose on the plus side, with all this stuff going on with Anthem and all that stuff, I think um, Fallout 76 has kind of fallen off the radar for the time being. <laughs> They're like proper stealth mode for a while. Yep. No news is good news. Guy's still in war, by the way, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor guy. But yeah, um, 
bit of a shorter one than normal this week, I believe. Well, it's a lot shorter. We, we're racking in at one hour ten. Oh, oh one second. Hang on. Just got a message. Two seconds. Yeah, the... um. Oh, okay. Um, A bit um off on a tangent. Yeah. But we all know that the the Witcher series is coming out to Netflix at some point. Oh, yeah, with uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, apparently um, it's, it's being delayed because he keeps accepting um, side gigs. Because he's a dumbass like that. I'll just skim through quickly. They can't do two scenes without him suddenly leaving set to mow someone's lawn to help an old lady find her lost frying pan. We're never going to finish a show at this rate. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of um, shows, just before we go properly, um, yeah. Life, Death and Robots on Netflix. It's a, they call them an anthology, but basically it's 15 or 18 short stories, can't remember. No more than like 20 minutes long at the most. Um, each or until each. each. Yes, yeah. that's... They are really fucking good, some of them. A couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I watched quite a lot of them. My favourite episode is probably Lucky 13. Uh, about a ship that has its ID plate has 13 in it. The numbers add up to 13. And it's 13 digits long or something like that. I can't remember how wow. it works. <laughs> um, it's like L thir- it's like Lima 13 O two three one three or something like that. And then it adds up to 13 as well. If I did my math, if I didn't remember the ID right, but it has 13 in its name twice and it adds up to 13. And apparently it's the only ship that ever came back twice with no crew because they were all killed. And then it's about this pilot taking it on. Um, It's a really fucking good thing. If you've got Netflix, I'd suggest giving it a watch. Surreal. It's not for kids. It's very gory, very uh, sexualized in places, very uh, bloody. And it kind of reminds me of uh, Black Mirror, but if it was sci-fi, full-on sci-fi. And some of the like animations and some of the um, CG is fucking unreal. Like Battlefield uh, 1 cinematics. CG's come a long way, though, in the last 10 years. It's fucking ridiculously so. Um, well, if, you, if you look at films 10 years ago that used CGI in the most basic of form, which was back then pretty decent, and look at it now, it's like, oh, wow. Jurassic Park holds up really well. Well, just what I called it well, so yeah, I think um, the Matrix does as well. Still, no, <laughs> the Burly it's Brawl a... does not. Matrix Reloaded, the Burly Brawl, it's the fucking worst CG ever. It's like Blade Two. Mm. They are so it's so obvious when they go from CG to uh, player uh, to player model to to actor. Ah, oh, more the first Matrix, should we say? Uh, that wasn't that bad in the first one because they really didn't do that much in the way of CG apart from maybe like flap the coats, add the bullet trails. It was... And had the um, sentinels swimming around. Yeah, well, because they had their own environment and that, they were a lot different. Mm. But in like the Matrix Two, when like Neo gets all his in powers that, and just... in that park, and he just starts whacking. That's, that's the Burly Brawl. Mm. You can definitely tell, especially when he starts running around on the pole, kicking the fuck out of people. When he jams it in the ground and like pole dances the fuck out of people to death in the face. Yeah, that is all CG, and you can see. That it's all CG, and you can tell when it changes from that back to him fighting real people. It's it's just it's retarded how bad it is. 
What about the attack on Zion when all the um, Sentinels burrow through the roof? When that's, you got all the, um, that's uh, not bad mix. because CG environment, CG uh, assets, not human looking. They're not meant mm. to be human looking, so they, they hold up better. It's it's literally anything to do with a human character doing like anything sub human, superhuman yeah. even. Um, it just looks odd because I think they should have gone more wire work than CG on that. But hey, that was the early two thousands, and still done some, still grows pretty well though. I mean, oh, yeah. I like the first and second one. The third one sucked donkey dick. Mm, the third one's a bit. Feel a bit rushed. The the second one as well was a bit ropey with the Merovingian and stuff like that. It was just like really, but I like the progression. But there's potential for another set of Matrix films because the Matrix didn't get destroyed; it just got reset. Mm. And it's like anyone who wanted to leave could leave. That was like the end of the film. Anyone who wanted to leave the Matrix was free to do so, and then they just reset the Matrix back to like day one. Yeah, and started with a new set of uh, clones. So the potential for Neo to return is high. There's also a, a very big conspiracy theory that John Wick is Neo in another version of the Matrix. Hmm. And if you watch John Wick one and two, you can see why people think that. Because he's just this ridiculous, untouchable badass that does all these weird and very like realistic like fights and comes out on top nine times out of ten. So I, I like the theory that they've got that. That he, he basically was mind wiped and comes back as John Wick. But um, Yeah. I, I think we should call it wraps at that. Yeah, before we go off on a tangent yeah. quite severely. I, I can do that very easily tonight. I, I am tangent ready. <laughs> so, uh, alright, as always, uh, this has been the Smarts in Pajamas podcast. Uh, we're not sponsored yet. Still thinking about that. We could probably do sponsors because I keep getting emails every other couple of weeks. I think we had Squarespace was potentially one that could sponsor us, but... Uh, we get enough views to get sponsors, or...? No, not really. I, it's one of those things, I think, if we got like 20 or 30 views an episode then i'd be like hey sponsor maybe yeah let's see how it goes it's still early days yet so yeah so i'm not i'm not shilling us out just yet Mm. because it is a a thing where it has to be divided between whoever's on really Uh, especially regulars um yeah if you want to come and talk to us and send us questions and stuff you can do it through the anchor app where you can leave voicemails you can do it through my Twitter at LodgeG1985 with the hashtag podcast, or you can annoy Dolphin Rapture on Xbox with "Hey, I have a question for a podcast." Mm. You have and to. And also, thanks exactly for Skip like to join us today, our special guest. Yep, and Skip, our Puerto Rican compadre. <laughs> He's not Mexican. Don't ever think that, even though we do take yeah, the please. piss. <laughs> As we do, we we rip into him about. His uh, yeah. deep Mexican heritage, which he has got off. <laughs> but we do it in fun. It's like yeah. how Americans call us tea drinking crumpet. With um, tooth. buck teeth. Yeah. And we all know the Queen. Mm, yes, quite. Undoubtedly. Yes. Well, no, um, that's been it. Um, we're back in a fortnight. Not the game. Not the game. And, um, yeah. <laughs> 
thanks for listening today. Yeah. Say bye, Skit. Bye. Bye. Bye.